0: You are now listening to <coughs> the High and Dry Draft Podcast with Isaac Keller. <coughs> <coughs> Please enjoy the show. All right.
1: Uh hello and welcome to another episode of the high and dry draft podcast i'm isaac keller and i'm so honored to be here today with ben pfeiffer one of the og uh hosts of the prep to pro podcast uh the best manscaped ad read in the game uh and the leader of the jaden springer fan club uh thanks so much for doing this man
0: how's it going man thanks for having me on and yes as as my good friend and fellow draft twitter uh az sports zone pointed out when you google jaden springer on twitter i am the second person that comes up so i think it's kind of official at this point
1: that's actually incredible that's some good seo work you're doing there. <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah uh well thank you so much for coming on uh prep to pro and the little like community that's like spawned around it uh, has been really cool kind of like building on stuff from like the Stepian, uh fun sort mm-hmm. of like next generation thing
0: just the step in, but zoomers as our friend pd says <laughs>
1: <laughs> basically uh yeah. Yeah. So uh, before like draft stuff, even just uh, talk about growing up playing basketball. What what were your experiences? How long did you stay with it competitively, etc.?
0: I played basketball pretty much my whole life all through high school. I was always tall and I was always, uh, we'll say heavy. So <laughs> um, I was the kid who would like, just like keep missing his own, missing layups and getting rebounds and missing layups and just padding his own stats. Um, I was never like, I was never super like competitive. I played like, I played rec league for, for a while. at like the parks near me were just like being big would definitely get you by. And then I played, I played AAU when I was maybe 11 or 12 years old. Um, and that was, that was quite the awakening for me. Um, since everyone was like actually athletic and good. And I remember it was like somehow I found out that my coach like because it was like like was like pretty much like like kind of like sold out or like was trying really hard to get me on his team and I, I'm like I just sucked because <laughs> I was just like too slow and, and unathletic to actually do anything. But
1: they needed um, a big body.
0: Exactly. I except your, except I. Who's the yeah, just cop? Oh God, I've thought about like back then or now.
1: Either or both.
0: Oh God, back then <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I like the somebody, somebody big and, 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 and tall. I don't know. I, I wasn't like that tall, but um, I've thought about it a lot now. I'll, I I'll, I'll, I'll get to my current p- basketball in a second. sure. Yeah. I played, I played basketball in high school, my first ever high school basketball game. Uh, we started the game up four to zero and then we lost 77 to 11. Um,
1: oh.
0: That was, well, my team was actually pretty good freshman year. We made the playoff for the first time in a while in my school. But yeah, again, I just like was not very good. <laughs> um, and the program, like, like the basketball program at my school, like I had like lots of beef with that. And it was just a bad situation all around. I had major like performance anxiety you could say during games and like confidence issues and it was just like frustrating because like i felt like i deserved more playing uh-huh. ever it was we had this like it was probably my my, my lowest basketball moment because i was on jv as a sophomore um i thought i should i thought I'd, i thought i should be on varsity i really shouldn't have but <laughs> um because i was still like slow and athletic and not very good overall but we had like just like a fun scrimmage with like the freshman and the soft with the, with the freshman team basically, and I just like absolutely lost it and blew up. It like I, I, I like I fouled out of that game, When I thought I like kicked a <laughs> chair on the bench in front of everyone. After one of my fouls, I like was I got knocked over and was like mildly in pain and like blew the injury way out of proportion. It, <laughs> was, it was a low moment, um, a little all down Yeah, and then and then my like the year before my senior year, I got in shape. Um and I got good and then and then I just like took my talents to pick up. But
1: <laughs> that's the way um, to go. Though. I only made yeah. it to the end of freshman year. I was yeah, like, yeah and that's where I practices. am now.
0: So I will call myself a high school varsity level basketball player, except I never actually played varsity, which I, I don't regret. Like it would have been miserable because I just didn't like the program. But that's kind of the extent. Um, I play with. I'm I'm, I'm a sophomore in college now. If you know, no, doesn't know? I play with my friends pretty often. We we play pickup at like with with like my few roommates as, uh-huh. as as covid safely as we can um i do miss the days of just like going to the rec and running fives with random people that was so fun and i miss the days of of intramural which we did last year um where i definitely um at this point i think i'm i'm i i almost have a pretty like above average pickup player at this point
1: yeah, yeah. Do you guys have a pretty competitive intramural scene there? I went to a small like liberal arts college and it was oh, yeah. just like it's, dominated it's, by football guys. <laughs> oh, it's,
0: oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, uh, Mizzou I, University of Missouri is pretty large. Um, Our rec is awesome. We have like 10 basketball courts. It's always full. Lots of really good kids who play. Um, Our league wasn't like the best league um, because we played in like one of the like the res- like the residential hall leagues because it was free. Okay. Well, so, cool, cool. yeah. How did they, um, they break
1: it up? What's the like structure there? I'm so into this.
0: <laughs> oh God. It was like, there was, um, God, there, there was like a bunch of intramural leagues. There's like different, le- different levels. I, I wasn't exactly sure how it works. There was like, like the res league that we played in probably mostly freshmen just because that's who lives in dorms and stuff. Yeah. There was like Greeks, a league for like fraternities, which I was, I'm not in and nobody really yeah, can yeah, go in, yeah. but, um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean that was I was our league. I don't know. We, God, we. I think we lost in the semifinal. Um, our team was our team was quite good, actually. We had. It's funny. I've like this is really like 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 my friend group. Like, I have like a like a ranking on my phone of like of like everyone ranked by their like by everyone like each each skill ranked like passing shooting defense yeah. all of that. It's it's really like I'm if you know me and you know my drafts and my basketball coverage. I feel like this would make a lot of sense um definitely it's like it's yeah
1: basically a 2k roster like of your squad but like oh my god it it,
0: <laughs> it really is a 2k roster of my squad but yeah like because i have like a like i got i have a really like great and I'm blessed to have really great and large friend group here of like 10 or 11 so like we're like an intermural team right there pretty Hell much yeah, that's um so cool. it was we had our team was our team was good man we had we have a few we just didn't have any anyone like that like i'm i'm about six like six one like 170 uh, like fairly like decently well built um and I was like basically the tallest kid on our team um sounds like intramural which is <laughs> yeah I mean I have a couple of friends who are a little taller but like aren't as athletic or or, or built or skilled or whatever because I mean it wasn't an issue except for one team that we beat we actually beat once lost in the playoffs that has like this this six foot five 300 pound like maybe 300 pound kid who could, who could shoot. And he's like Hell a super yeah. like nice kid. I like, like I talked to him and, and his girlfriend, I, I I knew him a little bit, but like, he was just like, like he gets me down and like, I, I, because I was like a, bit, a bigger kid, I, I played center all growing up yeah, pretty yeah. much. So I am like, I consider myself pretty good at like defending the post technically. I've got a strong core. I'm long enough, but like when someone's six, five and like <laughs> huge, it's just like nothing I can really do. But yeah. It was a team without much of an interior presence where I had the, like, I just played a lot of like initiator just because of the strengths of our team. We didn't really have a lot um, otherwise of, of because our, our friend group isn't that tall. And also like, do you, not very, not that, that like do you have guys
1: that have like not played basketball before playing? Cause oh, that's like I, very much the world. I would... no
0: Yeah. Yeah. Only like one or two of the kids like on my team. And like who I play pickup with actually would have played in high school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, but like some are like some are fairly athletic. Uh, one of my roommate, it's funny. One of my roommates likes to cl- likes to claim he's a lot more athletic than he is. I'm, I'm calling him out if he's listening to this. Um, <laughs> but like, they're, it's pretty decent. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's just so much fun playing. Like every time I watch basketball, I just like be like, I want to play right now.
1: Um, yeah, I miss it so much with COVID. and It's everything. so good. It's, it's wild. Yeah, I've been I've thought a lot about my pickup comparison,
0: and I can't exactly think of one. Um. Well, what I, what are your
1: draft grades for yourself yeah.
0: on your phone? I'll I'll go. Oh my god! I don't. I'll go through. So defensively, I'm like maybe my best skill, which again is like a very, was like if you know me, you'll be like you'll be like you roll your eyes. Like I think my best skill is is like off ball defense. Like I absolutely love playing like playing the passing lanes and like tagging pick and rolls and stuff, which is so on brand, <laughs> but. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at that. I'm a pretty bad on-ball defender against anyone decently quick. I'm just not that laterally quick. I can't really jump. Um, okay. And then offensively, I I am an extremely streaky shooter. When when the shot is on, it's it's really on, and when the shot is off, it's really off. Um, my yeah, my best offense taking is a lot session. of shots. Um, depends on the game. Um, like I remember, like I was gonna say, I think my best skill is my passing. I will claim to be a quite good passer. Um, like high posts. I I love like, like, like threading bounce passes from the high posts and like, like pocket passes and skips and stuff out of the pick and roll. Like that, that, that's so much fun to me. Um, I'm a pretty, I'm an Oak. I'm like, just like not that quick. Um, like I'm pretty strong, not that quick with an average handle at best. Um, I don't know. I used to call myself like, like Kenrich Williams if he was more aggressive offensively,
1: <laughs> but like, <laughs> like old Thad Youngy almost. Ah uh, no, I'm because Thad Young not is that like
0: a, always been like a dope on-ball defender, like huge too. Yeah. I mean, I guess like thinking like thinking like relative to competition, I'm probably like Thad Young size, like four size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ish, um, relative relative to my competition, I'm like. That young sized ish it's weird like because like I, I grew up playing in the post lot and like playing as a big but of like transition to like playing more perimeter as I as I grew up which I think or as I grew up which I think is kind of like the opposite for a lot of like bigs in the league especially who like grew up playing guard and then trans and then like got bigger
1: uh-huh. yeah, yeah, so, yeah you don't see a lot of like six, five guys continuing center development.
0: <laughs> no, you don't. I mean, you, you don't see a lot of six, five dudes, like routinely backing down their guys and having success. I mean, Jaden Springer, but like,
1: <laughs> we'll get there.
0: <laughs> yes, we will.
1: Uh, Yeah. 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 Um, So from that, you, you stop playing, you go into like rec leagues and stuff junior year. Uh, when do you, how do you, get, how'd you get into the draft stuff? Basically, what oh, got man. you into that?
0: Oh, that's the story. So
1: Cause you're an LA, f- or are you? A, you're a Laker fan from LA? I'm, I'm a
0: Pacers fan. I'm, oh yeah, yeah, you're Indiana. Yeah, cause my family's, I got family in Indianapolis. I'm an, I'm an Indianapolis, Indiana so sports fan.
1: Total stranger to the lottery, but not necessarily no. at my level with the Wolves every year. Oh know? god,
0: yeah, yeah. One of my roommates is from, is from Minnesota. He's kind of a band of the Wolves, but so I get it. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I started doing draft stuff. I think the first, well. I actually have some content somewhere on the internet on i will see. i've always loved like the draft i've always just been like really fascinated by it like well before i knew anything about it um in all sports really i love the, the first class like i i wrote some stuff about 2018 it was all terrible and uninformed um and then the first time i really got into like actually started getting into draft work was was the 2019 cycle um, I got really into the Steppian podcast, uh, like I kind of mentioned earlier with uh, Jackson Hoy and Mike Gribanov Like I probably listened to every single episode. At, like I've probably heard like e- listen to every episode of that podcast out on the summer. Like I love their like conference previews. Um, and I was like, this is really cool. I'm, I'm going to try and try and replicate this. Try is the key word because it was definitely rough earlier on. A lot of mine I was just like gleaning opinions from other people and like trying to like make my own conclusions, and it was it, it was a lot of it was bad. I think my first one of the first things I ever wrote in the draft, it's pro- it probably actually exists somewhere, was <laughs> making a case for John Elmore as a first round pick.
1: Hell yeah, I love uh, it. when you were describing that guy at the wreck, I was having flashbacks to Odd Elmore draining threes this past <laughs> summer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I freaking love John Elmore. Like I love that guy. Um, I remember I was speaking. This is this is a tangent, but I'm trying to think. I, I think I was watching uh, a Poly Bua game last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> and the team he was playing against was John Elmore's team in Italy, and he <laughs> and he was just like hitting step back threes and like making crazy passes, and it was like I love this so much. I, I love John Elmore, but he's he was was and is never a first round pick, so. That was like the first thing I wrote, and man, I just, you know, I got, think uh,
1: like- one of my friends when we were in like eighth grade or something, and like had just figured out that like, oh, you should make a website on like Weebly or whatever. uh Made like a little sports writing website. We all wrote like one thing before abandoning it, uh, and mine was like a compelling case for Andre Drummond over Anthony Davis for the number one pick. <laughs> so oh, I-, I-, I feel you on <laughs> some draft misses.
0: Yeah. I mean, what I was like, but I, I was like 17 at this point. Like, so yeah, I was like, I don't know. 13. But yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, I, so yeah, from there, I just like wrote more and more, um, like draft articles. I posted clips on Twitter for a while. I didn't actually know how to thread. Um, so I just <laughs> have like all the videos, like they wouldn't like into. They just be like all like in the comments under the first one, which was annoying um but yeah i I think that was kind of how i got i really like really got my start and started to grow is like i just like always like clip videos clip games and stuff and i do like the the in-depth film breakdown articles that i you know just kind of did for a while uh those those were super fun to do. and Like I do miss those sometimes, but it was, just, you know, it's just like go way in depth. And even if a lot of them were like really, really off and my like conclusions were just wrong, like <laughs> it, it was fun. And then you get to watch and think about basketball a bunch. It's the best. Yeah, it was good. Um, I enjoyed it. And then just kept, you know, moving to moving around to a bunch of different like websites. I'm, I'm trying to remember. And still, um, so, yeah, I mean, and then I just, you know, just kept posting and kept tweeting and, you know, ended up where I ended up.
1: So, and you and Max met over Twitter?
0: Yeah, Max and I, I don't remember how exactly we met. Um, I will say one funny thing. Um, I remember I have a tweet somewhere. Um, I remember before I knew Jackson Frank, um, Jackson Frank of the times right now with his Doc Rivers yeah, thing. The, the but famous. before I knew Jax uh, and, and before I uh, became friends, with, good friends with Jax, um, I remember he had a tweet that was like, um, like young, like journalists or creators of all ages, like send me your work and I'll read it. And I was like, I, I did draft stuff here. Please read me. Um, Like, just like hoping that he'd like, like follow me or whatever. And then like a year later, like kids, like people would come back to him and be like, Jackson, you spawned a monster. Like, <laughs> what did you do? But yeah, me, like, I met Jackson and Mac and Max and all of my, all of the, the wonderful people on draft Twitter. Just, I'm mean, just by like tweeting about the draft, and interacting with them um and then i guess this is a natural transition and talking about prep to pro yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so i mean yeah it was just like i I'd had the idea to do a podcast for a while i had like had a chance to do it earlier in that year but just said no because of time and i wasn't that into the idea that i was presented but max and i i just kind of one day threw the idea in a group chat <laughs> um, and max was max is basically like you better do it like do it he was just like bullying bullying including like bullying me into it and then i tweeted um i tweeted out like if i started the draft pod like would people listen and like the 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 support was pretty overwhelming and people were like do it do it do it and i was like oh okay we're actually gonna do this so and then max reaches out he's like hey um i'm in on that pod if you want um so he, he bullied me into his own podcast really <laughs> um and then just like a couple of days later we Launched Prepto Pro and we put out the first episode, and then two weeks later, the entire world and froze because <laughs> of the pandemic. And we pretty much went like seven to eight months basically, like
1: prying Listen for content because of the pandemic, grinding out stuff on the same guys, getting into Patrick Williams' Man, hip movements. Was... Uh, you guys really hit everything, it was very cool to watch happen. Yeah, we had.
0: We ha- we probably talked about every every prospect maybe ten times on on our pod. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. I mean, just have some incredibly deep cuts as well. I mean, the prep to pro name, um, really really did live up to that. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of my favorite catching eye guys. Um, no, my, my all time favorite is P- uh PD above the big three, who everybody knows and loves. He brought up this. I think um id prospects uh run by my good friend uh ignacio yeah we had um, ignacio on for yeah, the yeah, episode. exactly run by ignacio tweeted about him recently so i'm gonna find him this this german this this german kid who is putting up like 40 points in like a, like a u15 german league without shooting police. yeah um peter I'm, I'm gonna butcher this so bad I, i'm just gonna say peter um <laughs> But yeah he, he and max and i were just like where where do you find this guy um and then yeah and then as i i'm happy to see that catching eye is continuing as uh on the first ep- on the first episode with, with jake as one of the hosts um he brought up a, a dude who like played lacrosse and was op- and going off about how like lacrosse is related to basketball and, and we're just like stop it <laughs> just, <laughs> just stop it um yeah. I mean, it was just a kind of just kind of prep pro kind of happened. Like it <laughs> wasn't really that thought out, uh, at least before it happened. It just happened. like Yeah. Yeah. So
1: you've stepped away from hosting for a time being assumed to just be a college student and like live life because uh, it did kind of blow up in a way. Uh, what sort of do you see your future being with draft or what would you like your like dream, whatever draft scenario career? I don't know to be.
0: Honestly, at this point, I I really don't know.
1: That's like, super fair. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, yeah, I, I really don't. I mean, I had, I mean, look at it. Preps of Pro was, was awesome while it lasted. Never know if I'll get back into podcasting or um, analytics. or. Um, I'm, I'm honestly not sure at this point. I mean, I, I won't get too into it, but I'm just trying to like, you know, just live my life at this point because I figure I, you know, I hadn't been doing that. As much as i should have last you know five or so years um so i'm just kind of taking this period to just you know be live my life and evaluate some things um and decide if i want to come back or you know what's you know what i'm gonna do in the future but yeah i mean i honestly don't know what i'm gonna be doing in the future with with basketball or the draft so
1: totally cool totally cool uh yeah yeah uh so let's let's get into jaden springer um he is... Dude, we're kind of on a run of doing point guards here. We've got Suggs and Sharif already down. Uh, give us a little rundown, uh, Springer.
0: So we've saved the best prospect out of those two for, for last. For those three for last. That's your um, hot take.
1: You are the big beater of the drum of Springer over Suggs right now, I believe.
0: Yes, I am. I think Springer over Sharif is, like, really obvious. I mean, I get like I get the argument for Sharif over Springer, but like, I, I, I don't really see it. Suggs, I mean, I obviously understand. But, yeah, I am... So obnoxious about Jaden Springer, um, <laughs> like all of my yeah, because obviously like tennessee's is an SC school, like Mizzou. All of my all of my Mizzou friends are like are always are always annoyed by my Springer standing because I love him more than I love anybody on 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 Mizzou. It's just the way it is. We're talking. This is, this is I'll get into it. We I saw like a like a tweet or something that that asked is like are you like who is like are you like the genuine number one fan of any person in the world? And I'm like. <laughs> Maybe. Could no, be. But, but you probably are the not. second
1: result on Google. That's true. Now, so,
0: <laughs> Unless James Springer is his own number one fan, which you never know. But, yeah, I mean, I think Springer is an awesome prospect, too. I actually didn't love that much coming into this, this college basketball year. Like, I always had him below Suggs. Um, I had him, like, one spot below Suggs on my preseason board, like, at, outside of the top ten. I was never that into him. Um, but – Pretty immediately, I I saw that I underrated his his on ball creation equity, and I think people kind of were like, "Whoa, hot take! Um, he's playing bad competition." Um, first of all, I mean, I'm selfishly glad to see that I, I I seem to have been correct in that assertion that he's kind of a legit on ball creator, though he's not getting love by every every service, especially mainstream ones. I think still kind of yeah. uh, underrated James Springer, but yeah, I think. Um, I like the way that Max phrases this. I mean, he's just so unique in the way that he gets to his spots and creates his advantages within his class and really just among recent initiator prospects. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he doesn't have an elite first step. Um, his handle is pretty great. I, I like his handle quite a bit, but it's, it's it's not crazy elite. Um, just just the way he he's able to win with strength and and footwork and body control and change of direction um it's really it's just unique and it's different and i think it's because it's it's not it's not common and he has kind of like an old man game aesthetic i think people might be turned off by that when i think there is a lot of aesthetic bias that goes on with his creation because it doesn't look like a lot of the initiator or creator prospects we have
1: recently yeah i was trying to think of like a casual nba comp and the closest thing i've like i kind of got stuck on was brogdon
0: yeah, there's some similarities with like the hot steps and what they like to do off too, But I think I the Jaden
1: Springer hot step is very fun. Yeah. It's almost like Kawhi. No,
0: yeah, Brogdon is just is just not really as much of a creator and in, in theory, at least, I think. But yeah, I mean, Springer with that hop step, I mean, it's so versatile. He 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 can use it to to generate generate leverage and and you know just plow guys backwards and and get into layups. He's so explosive and easy, rising off of two feet. He can use it to kind of pace himself in traffic and decide whether he, what he wants to do. You'll see him just pump fake over and over until he gets a soft bank shot off the off the glass, or he'll you know make an interior pass. And I do like his handle a lot actually there is some issue with ball control of course but i think that's kind of an easy fix considering he just like i've had trouble explaining this but i think he just has the necessary athletic profile to be an awesome handler like he's super agile he's flexible just the way he moves um the way he changes direction just means i think with improved body control it could be really nasty because you already see examples of him like splitting splitting double teams and changing directions through pretty small creases and, and creating with his handle already. Uh, and it's not even that clean of a handle at this point. Um, I mean, he's he's an awesome finisher with the touch and the strength. Um, I, I love his passing as well. I think like I've seen him get knocked for his passing, especially by mainstream. I, I just think that's kind of missing something. His, his interior passing is incredible um, I think it combines, it meshes so well with his, with his slashing game, of course, as he, he's going to have gravity as a driver and he's a really, really talented interior passer. I just love how ambitious he is. Like, he will try the craziest passes, like falling away on the baseline in between three defenders. And oftentimes those will be turnovers, but those are the kind of turnovers that as an evaluator, I like to see, um, just kind of like how, like in quarterback prospects, you know, like them never throwing interceptions isn't necessarily a good thing because that means they're not attempting high leverage throws i want my creators attempting high leverage passes especially at, at a young age um and springer certainly attempts a lot of high difficulty interior passes which is a really good sign at this early age and he converts on quite a few of them yeah yeah and then oh go. No. No, no, no where, where I, I, I was just gonna quickly say like the age thing i think often is understated like he is so so young I think like 15 or 16 months younger than Suggs, not so bad on Suggs or anything. Suggs is a little older for the class anyway, and like a lot younger than Mobley as well. But yeah, he's, I mean, he's the youngest American guy in this class. He's so incredibly young, which again, is just another huge point in his favor.
1: And I think um, makes the like Brogdon comparison interesting because Brogdon's like so big, strong, but he came out 23 years old and like a brick wall already. And
0: Springer's, yeah, Springer so. Springer is just a machine at, at, at age 18. Born in like 18. September
1: of tw- 2002 02.
0: okay. yeah it's ridiculous like he's <laughs> like he's like significantly younger than me and that's kind of scary like
1: <laughs> yeah and you're you're so young it's wild uh <laughs> yeah
0: like yeah it's like it's like I turned 20 in like in like a couple weeks and Jaden Springer is like 18 and, he, and he's gonna be like a first round pick and I'm like what have I done it's just it's just like watching I didn't, I remember like like the, the time I felt this most viscerally I was watching uh uh Yannick and Zosa who's a uh, like international class of international i think O2 or O3, maybe i think 03, he's like actually. he's like
1: chet basically but... yeah he's like
0: he's kind of he, he, he's kind of like chet i mean he's, he's different but yeah he's like he's like seven footer and like like insanely tall and athletic and i'm like this kid is 16 <laughs> like it's it, it's unbelievable i mean i don't like to say kid because i mean he literally is a kid i don't like to say kid i mean this this guy is 16 years old and he's gonna be a, a future nba player and i'm sitting here at my desk watching him
1: yeah the clips Um, that go around at like 2 a.m on draft twitter of him are always very exciting
0: (laughs) they are they are
1: um do you is springer you seem to think you want springer driving your team i think he does he have a role as a shooting guard at the next level i feel like he's got some like off guard and can leverage that like driving gravity that you were talking about maybe off of like um, closeouts and things like that yeah
0: i mean i don't so, I mean, I don't think he's a primary initiator necessarily. I mean, to that level, that's such a high level. And I don't think he's that good, but no one is besides Cade in this class. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the shot is definitely going to have to be good. I'm not super worried about the shot being good enough for closeouts. Like like he's, I, I wish he was a little more confident firing. I mean, only like under four attempts per hundred. That's, that's not great, but I mean, the, his touch is good. He's always been a solid free throw shooter. He's, He's, you know, he's a great mid-range pull-up shooter, which I've kind of banged the drum for that being a big indicator of, of pull-up three-point growth in the future. So, I mean, I I think he's be fine, but I, I mean, just the thing about Swinger is he's just so unique as an on-ball creator. I mean, so unique on the ball on both ends, I guess, because considering he's, I, I mean, on and off-ball in defense, he's just an unbelievable defensive prospect. Maybe the best defensive guard in this whole class, Um
1: yeah, I feel like I recall you and Max constantly going back to he's one of the only guys that ever gave Cade any kind of issues and he's He did, yep. shorter than Yeah, Cade. City of
0: Palms, <laughs> that 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 City of Palms um IMG Montverde game. He just like sat on Cade's hip the whole day and I mean, you see I, I mean, Cade is I mean, everyone knows Cade and Cade routinely eviscerated high-level th- High level competition at lower levels and is doing it now as well in college. Yeah, Springer's one of the few guys who really, really bothered him because he's just that special at the point of attack. Um, uh, with his footwork, the footwork again translates to offense where the footwork is pristine. The footwork on defense, um, mirroring guys and swiveling his hips. And then as an I mean, he's you know, well beyond his years as an off-ball defender, as well as, as an 18-year-old. Like it's just that like. That Tennessee defense, I'm sure, is helping it. But he's always been a solid off-ball defender. It wasn't this good until Tennessee, which I'm hopeful is not going to be like a Chris Beard kind of thing, where his off-ball defense regresses out of that scheme at the next level. But I don't think it will, because he's so so good there. But let me back to answering your question, I think, yeah, I mean, it, it'll just depend on the shot, which I think is going to end up being fine. But I mean, what I mean, what I'm really excited to him is like an on-ball creator. But as you know, as Jake. Jake Rosen loves to talk about, you know, there's not strictly on and off ball players. Like that's not how basketball works. Yeah. So even if he's not the the sole on-ball creator driving your offense, he can be one of the two or one of the three who, who really help generate a lot of, a lot of good offense for your team. And I think there's really a ceiling for that with Springer um, where there's just not with guys like Suggs. And I think for Sharif, maybe there is, but there's just a lot more holes and a lot more hoops. He has to jump through to really reach that to me, at least.
1: sure. Yeah, um so re getting uh getting spring round teams. I've got a bunch of like weird generated 2K lineups so we'll get to here in a little bit, but uh uh for t- sports video games, did you grow up playing them? What what sort of did you and your friends latch on to 2K stuff? Uh you've got a, an entire intramural team with you there at college. You guys get into shenanigans. What's the, what's the deal?
0: <laughs> yeah, I've been a I've been a video game guy my whole life. N- not as much anymore. Um, these not as much these days. But my, but growing up especially, my first sports video game. I can't. Even, I don't remember what my first sports video game was. But I my the like the early basketball game I remember most was. I think it was it was the NBA Live with Arenas on the cover.
1: Okay, yeah, I yeah, don't, yeah, like '05 oh, maybe. I think it was '08 or it was '09. Or, oh, um, it must have been '08 or. Not, it, it was '08. It,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was 08. 08, Um, that was the one I first played. I was, I really loved. Me and my dad would play that one all the time. Um, we just like trade all of like trade all of the best players to usually it was the Pacers. And then for a little bit, I decided that like the Lakers and my dad was like, fine, we can, we can move more to the <laughs> Lakers. And we'd always just like, like destroy everyone with, with, the, with the Lakers, the Pacers, with all the best players. Like we'd have like Dwight and LeBron and T-Mac. And, are you like playing,
1: least, you and your dad are playing on the same team?
0: I don't really remember, man. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> so, so many years. I mean, just, just like maybe it's like, I think, I think oftentimes we'd play against each other too, but. Um, yeah i mean that was like really like um the first like basketball game I really played and then the first 2k that i was well, i was like i played like all the 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 2ks as well pretty much up like from that but but the first 2k I was really into was 2k 13 my team
1: uh-huh. like. I so that's was like the ultimate huge, team for, huge,
0: yeah, it's the ultimate team for 2K. I was a huge ultimate team, my team kid. I spent an embarrassing amount of time and money on those games <laughs> growing up. um But so I, the 2K13, my team, I watched, I remember um my favorite YouTuber as a kid was Shake and Bake. Uh, if you've heard of him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he actually follows me on Twitter, which I was like extremely starstruck when he did. That's super um, cool. It's one of my I'm, friends.
1: I have a friend that grinds it right now. My I'm league. like,
0: I'm, I'm like, my 15 year old self would be freaking out right now, because <laughs> he was like friends with, uh, I think like Sixers Adam, and I was like, and and we were reminiscing on the timeline about about watching him as a kid, as kids. I mean, we're both technically still kids, but and, yeah, and he yeah, followed yeah. me, and I was like, wow, my life is complete. Yeah, that was. Um, but yeah, so I was super into 2K, 13, my team. I I had like all of the gold legends um there's actually a video that exists on youtube of like 12 year old me going through my collection um hell yeah (laughs) i want to see if i can find that thing
1: yeah yeah definitely shoot me that if you can and i'll yeah
0: (laughs) i'll find that for you um after this thing um but yeah actually but yeah i'm like gonna yes i i I had all the gold legends i pulled like i had it was so fun i had like wilts and, and bill russell and jordan and I actually don't know if I ever got Jordan, but yeah, it's just so much fun playing that game. I used to like rip packs all the time. I like rip packs before school.
1: <laughs>
0: I remember I used to like me and my, like me and my, um, one time, one time I went, I went away to like summer camp. Um And like my dad would like rip packs for me when I was gone. He like send me like photo, fo- like physical like photos of the players he pulled. And I'm like, it was like so many good memories Um into like, Yeah, I I just, like, kept playing. That's definitely the one that was, like, the most memorable to me. I think my favorite My Team was probably 2K15, though I don't really remember why or how. I just think of that one the most fondly. But, yeah, I mean, I played pretty much all of them up until, I think, 18 or 19 was the last one I was really into, as with Madden, because throughout this whole time I played Madden Ultimate Team and FIFA some as well, pretty religiously um, throughout this time.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah. Uh, one of the yeah. one of the things that like got me into like weird draft stuff or at least draft stuff with video games uh, when Madden Ten dropped the like thirty five different like random draft classes that they would have every time and mm-hmm. just target like this the specific players yeah because uh, you could just like look yeah. up the potentials of all the guys that were gonna blow up uh, so that was really cool and then what was I gonna say yeah uh,
0: I just sent you both those videos on Twitter so awesome uh, on Twitter DMs they're excellent. Excellent.
1: Uh, and I have a friend that grinds, uh, 2K, my league, like today and occasionally he'll just like send me like the, overpowered card or like lineup that he's acquired like lately do you <laughs> have a like... best
0: like or uh, i don't know if you play with us do you have like a best like pull of all time like best like card you've pulled
1: see i was never into the ultimate into team that. ones really uh, yeah. i was always in the career mode but then the career modes are yeah. so broken so i'm like editing everything mm. i'm like grinding those kind of hours uh and like doing wow. potentials for draft classes i'm trying
0: to think of what my best ever my team pull on 2k was um I know it from Madden, which is like kind of off topic, but um kind of on on I pulled like I think it was Madden 15. They had like Ultimate Legends, I think what they were called. Um I
1: vaguely remember hearing about that.
0: And then like every Saturday they'd have like a boss version of them that was in packs for 24 hours, it was super rare. <laughs> I, I remember I pulled like one morning, I pulled like a boss Calvin Johnson that was like the rarest one yet. And I sold him for maybe eight million coins. God, that was uh, that was that was pretty unbelievable. Um, so yeah I don't know if it's okay. I mean Uh, what's your favorite like just
1: because from what I know of my team uh there are just so many like insane jank like legend cards or like Wes on Zelda point guard dunk from the three-point line what's your favorite like jank card that you've had on a roster Uh,
0: that's a good question I wish I remembered more um I remember there was a really good um this is random i think it was in 2k 15 or 16 It was like an incredible like david thompson card that i always used to that i love running with um skywalker was was super fun to, to to play with um uh he had a really good card going back to like 2k 13 um penny hardaway was super fun i'm thinking about like, like the, the, the not even like the good cards like gerald green was broken in that game <laughs> Like Gerald Anthony, Green's kind
1: of broken just in 2K yeah, in like general. Anyone that can yeah. dunk and shoot threes is like, you're yeah, like of people like, like Anthony
0: player. Morrow was broken. I um, remember there
1: was a year Drew Gooden randomly had like 97 mid-range and just like was still like I a 67 remember. overall or something.
0: But yeah, like it was just like so many totally overpowered uh, players. I mean, I'm trying to think like, yeah, just like Gerald Green is like one of the main one that comes to my mind. Um, this is another shake and bake shout out like Del Curry and Robert Pack in 2K13. My team were like silver cards um, and they were just unbelievable. Like Robert Pack would dunk on absolutely everybody uh, <laughs> and Del Curry never missed a three. Uh, OK, n- now I'm really remembering. I love I love playing with John Starks in 2013. Okay. His card was awesome. I loved his card. Um, for,
1: for what reasons? Just souped up star. He's or- just like a
0: great shooter. Like I, I'd always hit fadeaway threes with him like t- totally cheese, like absolute yeah, BS yeah. shots. Um Yeah, I remember like because like it was it was a lot harder to like get cards that day because like you could you, you could buy the the current players with with VC or whatever. But you had to pull the legends from packs. So they were really hard to get because there, there was no auction or anything back then. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you couldn't like buy any card. The like, people couldn't sell and buy cards. So like it went from in the later two Ks, just like getting like the best players pretty much to back then. It was it was like you kind of used to whatever you had. And that, I mean, obviously, like I think objectively probably an inferior system, but there was just a charm to it. That Definitely. um kind of like doesn't make it the same. But yeah.
1: Well and now the power creep is insane because there's like galaxy diamond opal, like yeah things go like, so high and crazy.
0: Once in a while, like when my yeah, because like me and my fr- me and my roommates will play 2K sometimes, just like just playing against each other. Every once in a while, like we have like, one friend who likes to peek into my team and like mess around. It's just it's just like ridiculous seeing like I, I remember like like because like I because like I don't play really video games much or, or my team anymore. My friend um like got into got into my my team account and and and, and got me like a ninety nine like Galaxy Opal Zion card in like half an <laughs> hour, and I'm like, what is the fun of this? I mean, I don't want to sound like a boomer, but like,
1: yeah, no, like, my friend will, like send me screenshots of stuff that he has acquired. I'm just like, how like they did a like little like draft pack before last year, and like Wiseman was like Green Beeman from like half court, like Lamelo. I, yeah, was, like, I vaguely a god. remember that. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm gonna I'm like searching my old Twitter. <laughs> um for like my team stuff um see if I can find stuff oh my god yeah I'm just gonna look at these things um I pulled oh my god I remember this is twenty twenty six. 26 like this is 2k15 I pulled like like this was like early in the game I pulled a really good DeMarcus Cousins card and then like the next morning I just lost it oh, like oh. it's and like I was like yelling like I got hacked I got hacked <laughs> um that's a memory I had just kind of looking through all this stuff um yeah i remember i don't know there was like there was that um that um like that uh like some website where you could like do like drafts of 2k cards oh, that's <laughs> and cool. like i'd always do those in class i don't remember what those what those websites for called. like like when i was in high school but yeah i mean god lots of good memories playing ultimate team and my team and stuff and, and just 2k now most mostly like like like, like if we're playing 2k like me, me and my roommates sometimes was like play against each other for fun it's it, it is kind of fun because i like i've been like like i've been talking about i've played video games my whole life basically um most of my roommates like have not pretty much and like new to it because like i just brought my ps4 up this year because uh-huh. like why we have an apartment why not exactly. So like ju- just got into like playing 2k and stuff but it's fun watching them play i mean i'm, I'm still w- way better than all of them because like they haven't played their whole life and what do they is, like, like to do game game as game. like
1: more casual like 2k messing around do they just, do like uh, backtop or
0: no just play like play now games pretty much against each other i mean we'll do like the, the three randoms um and just like play a game against each other um it's fun i mean it's it's it's, it's you know 2k, 2K is good so, uh, actually sometimes we'll do it's been a while when we when it was like real you know fortunately like covid cases are quite low here actually i think there's less than like six cases on this campus now which is awesome um obviously you know still gotta be safe but when it was when it was really bad and we just were like not living the apartment at all we, we'd always do like like fantasy drafts where we'd like go around and like all of us would pick a team and we'd all draft yeah. our teams and we'd like make trades with each other and see who could win titles first that was good
1: that's that the best fun. stuff that's that's yeah. that's what i live for
0: yeah i have like it, it, I, 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 i'm proud that i have gotten my like my three, pretty much like two or my three roommates. who so I let me live with like very into basketball, despite them not being into basketball really at all. Before we met, um, which, Huge which success. is cool. Big, big, now success. You got I even,
1: intramural team and pick up whenever you want.
0: <laughs> I know it's, it's great. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully, hopefully by, you know, like next fall, like um, or maybe next spring, like intramural is back being a thing. Who knows? But yeah, yeah, maybe you never know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, moving on towards uh, what I do with weird, my GM, whatever. Sometimes when me and my friends are hanging out for a night, they'll let me like fuck around with the roster or whatever for like 20 minutes while they're drinking and getting ready to play. Uh, And I'll like add six teams, so 36 team season, uh, do a fantasy draft to like thin out the talent, sim two years to uh, like get in the next two draft classes uh and then like talents thinned out just only like playing young guys we all and then we'll pick like our teams from there and do like play nows from there uh so i've got three of those randomly generated teams that have jaden springer on them a uh, little thinned <laughs> That's out awesome. uh and yeah if you just want to like walk through them just tell me what you think how we would fit uh sure how you what you do the roster and then that uh sounds excellent i've been lazy at doing this lately but the plan is to uh, record games of the computer uh, playing with this lineup against another random simulated team uh, and throw it up with the audio on YouTube. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, first team, uh, we got CP3, Norm Powell, Keldon Johnson, Kyle Kuzma, uh, and then Naz Reed or Aaron Baines, and then on the bench, either or of nas or baines uh kendrick Nyam, springer batum and deadman how do you feel about this team
0: it's pretty average no, I, I probably be, I, I mean like the thing it was like a thinned out like two years in the future it's like thinned out chris paul's probably is chris paul still decent it, like
1: I, don't worry about it too much he's still good we'll say he's okay, if he's
0: still good i mean mm, chris paul and jaden springer would be interesting together um both you you might want someone more like off ball centric next to chris paul um just because you know i think that's kind of what you want with jaden springer playing on ball but again like you can have them take turns and stuff um be some super funky like mid-range creation between those two um chris paul you know just like this is just being like the the interior score the in, in the scoring mid-range god he is um with his like elbow pull-ups and then jaden springer like george his way into like the paint with little hop steps and floaters. That'll be a fun deal. And then like Springer and Kelvin Johnson would be a really fun defensive pairing. Like that's, that's a really good uh, group of wings defensively. So yeah, I mean that's that. Those kind of really my thoughts there. It's a, it's not the best team, but like again, I don't know like how it compares to like other teams. I can't like definitively say that.
1: Yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't don't worry about that. But just for fits and Springer, what you you would think would be a fun thing to watch, whatever. Yeah,
0: just just like the Springer Chris Paul duo would be it would be exciting, and then like Springer. I, I mean, I guess like assuming CP3 is still a good defense, uh, is still good on defense, uh, or good enough. Like the Springer, uh, Chris Paul, Kelvin Johnson defensive trio, like. That that could be kind of ridiculous.
1: Uh, like some fun shooting around it. Uh, yeah. uh, the second team we got here, a little bit better. Uh, we got Killian Hayes, oh, uh, Jaden Springer, Cam Reddish, Jimmy Butler, and Jaron Jackson Jr. And then off the bench, Caruso, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Trey Jones, uh, Eric Pascal, and Boucher.
0: Oh, man. Uh, Springer and Killian would be extremely cool. Obviously, I am a a big Killian Hayes guy as well. Um, Hope to see him get his chance and get healthy now. But again, I mean, kind of like a similar ish issue, because Hayes is Hayes' biggest issue. I mean, one of his biggest issues at the point is just he needs to learn how to play off ball, but I think he can definitely do that. Um, Would love to see Springer play with a passer like Hayes as well. I mean, CP3 as well, but a passer like Killian Hayes. Um. Oh my goodness. Springer. Springer. Jaron Jackson picking pops. That would be fun. That would be really really fun. Um. I mean. I, I think Jaron Jackson actually makes makes like a ton of sense as like a big offensive compliment to Springer. So, just 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 could really really open up the floor for him. Um, get in space to drive. Uh, draw defenders. as like a big movement shooter. Get bigs out of the lane.
1: Um, give Springer room to land on the block and. Pump just, pick for two, three seconds. <laughs> exactly.
0: Just like, let's, like, Springer will do the post ups. Jaron Jackson will, will run off flare screens. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be beautiful. But yeah, I just, I, th- I think Killian Hazen and, and, and Jaden Springer will be super fun. Just run all of the weird, like, ball screen actions. Um, actually, um, this is kind of weird, but have, have Jaden Springer screen for Killian, make Jaden Springer a role man. Like, you can see it. He's, he's strong, he can jump. You can definitely get into Loman. some
1: funky, like, handoff stuff with, like, Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. and, like, that's oh, always yeah. the same oh, past too. Yeah, I forgot about too. Jimmy.
0: Like, again, like, Jimmy, like, I feel like Jimmy, like, at least, like, in scoring-wise, like, like, ceiling, ceiling Springer, I think, is kind of a similar scorer to Jimmy Butler. Um, hopefully a better shooter. Uh, at this point in Butler's career, but
1: that is a weirdly so, good comp. Jimmy does have that same sort of operate on the like down low. Uh, yeah, I mean, just like guys. W-
0: w- like really uses strength in his frame and his foul drawing grift and like God, that would be no. Nope. You, you you could run some funky offense with those guys. Um, yeah, that team is certainly better and way more fun. Just just imagine like a horn set with with like Killian at the one and then like Springer and Jimmy at the elbows with like Jackson spotting up in the corner. Like that would yeah. be extremely cool. Extremely cool. And you could have like Chris Boucher as well in the other one. Cause he's seems to be actually quite good right now. But.
1: Definitely. Boucher is very fun. Big, big limbs.
0: <laughs> yes. Hey, he, he and Jaron, like
1: him, Jaron. And then we got Mobley coming in. It's just, the limbs don't stop. <laughs>
0: no, Mobley's. I I almost said like I wanted to talk about Mobley for this for this pod, but I'm like, no, I have to do Springer. Springer is just the brand, but because I love Mobley as well. Like look we'll at so there. Good. I like that
1: Mobley and Cade still are like kind of in like lofted, untouched area for now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not for not for a lot of people, but I mean I yeah. I mean I personally think that's kind of obvious that Caden Springer are just Caden, Caden, uh Mobley, excuse me. I mean, as much as I love Springer, he's you know he's in the same tier as Suggs and like them for me and Moody and stuff but yeah Mobley and Kate are clear in a way the top two guys in this class
1: definitely um and then this last team here uh we got Jaden Springer uh running stuff at point guard uh Anthony Edwards Josh Jackson Jonathan Isaac uh and then the San Antonio Spurs duo of Aldrich and pertle uh and then off the bench Kennard, Maz, and Jaden McDaniels
0: you, well, first of all, you have Jonathan Isaac and Jaden McKinnon. So, like, Spider-Man pointing meme there. <laughs> um, no, but Jaden – he's more, more defensive. Jaden Springer and Jonathan Isaac, like, incredible, incredible defensive duos. Um, I'm trying to think of who else did you say? Who else did you say besides Springer? Uh, oh, Josh Aunt. Jackson and Ant was the one. Ant was – yeah, I mean, considering Ant, like, I think – I still think Ant's going to be good. Like, I mean, he like has his moments already now, like pulling threes over LeBron. And I, I remember I watched, like, I saw someone on Twitter post clips again from him against the Hornets. And I'm like, there's no way this is Anthony Edwards, like, do, like making these, like, like putting guys in jail and like hitting like little wraparound passes. There's, there's no way you can convince me that this is, this, this isn't like Ricky Rubio masquerading as Anthony Edwards. This, this cannot be Anthony Edwards. So I think like Ant, just like the rim pressure out of those two is, is, is absurd. Like those two, I mean, Ant just burning guys with his first step and, and exploding and Springer bullying, bullying dudes with, with like backing them down that the rim pressure you could generate with those two, just having them like, like having one of them attack off the catch, one of them initiate, initiating offense. That that's a beautiful thought. That's it's really a beautiful thought. Having those two <laughs> just run stuff in the future, assuming both of them actually work out like, they like, like, like we hope they could. Yeah, just like that that rim pressure duo is unbelievable. Probably like the best one we've had, like we talked about, besides like I just like Jimmy, but
1: yeah. Uh yeah, no, I'm the the ant the Ricky Rubio and bromance is the unexpected twist of this season for me. And it's, I love it it's, so much. It's
0: Excellent. It's it's incredible. It's so much fun.
1: Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't can't say enough good words about that. Um so of those three teams, which one would you prefer to 2K Sim? <laughs> oh god i mean the
0: second one is definitely the best one um probably just but that for, one. yeah yeah
1: okay
0: now i mean that one's definitely the best team i'm part of me would want to see like the ant springer thing and how it plays out um but i kind of want to see killian springer more so
1: there we go uh yeah yeah uh this is the last sort of little segment here uh take a second i'm gonna smoke a little bowl because i gonna continue to do things with my day but uh do that and uh think about things that you would like to see in the future of the game whether it's like trades for teams or like changes to the actual game of basketball uh I mean, 2K.
0: I mean, two, you mean 2k yeah
1: not even necessarily 2k it can be like real life like take out the three-point line i hate it or like uh we should allow like god uh, I don't know the one I had in the first episode of the pod that I go back to because the wolves had a guy throw an awful tip that I had to be re-thrown last night. Uh Just like tubes coming out of the ground of the basketball court and like shooting like <laughs> that a would, little air that would cannon, so we get a, yeah. Like we have the technology, let's make it do something. I don't really, stuff. I don't know if I
0: have any really like out there original thoughts about the game of basketball changing. I mean, like,
1: well, here, just you, we'll, we'll take you, a minute. You, you want to see
0: the. It. The, the the crappy offensive fouls go i think that's kind of an obvious one for sure um like in no world should like leaning into a dude who has good positioning be an offensive foul and just the the liberty with which they call it at this point is kind of ridiculous so that's i mean that's like the main thing that i really can like think of um i'm sure there are other things that i could think of oh, yeah, uh, yeah. okay so
1: we'll take a we'll take a minute here and we'll look into this crystal ball of potential basketball futures dumb whatever uh and s- see what we come up with look deep into the 2k crystal ball <laughs> 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 all right uh we're back uh, I hey, have a hey, couple. Hey. I,
0: I have a couple things actually now. Okay, okay um, we looked
1: into the two K ball. What's yeah.
0: what's going on there? Oh, yeah, this is for real basketball. Quickly, yeah, yeah, go um, for it. I think one would be cool. Um, god I just like expansion of like common statistics and like the box score. Uh, like Seth Seth Part now had a tweet I think a couple of days ago that was like it was like expand the bo- it was like it's it's people are like oh that those can't get picked up by the box score and then analytics people are like so let's make a better box score and then people are like no analytics um there's like you know you know like how can we better capture passing like normal normalizing the the inclusion of maybe potential assists or harmonic assists in in, in vernacular I think we're getting better with true shooting and I mean even true shooting I think has its downfalls because uh relative true shooting is really really what's important and. Uh, I think you know they have like kind of a rep, an RTS equivalent on Basketball Reference these days, um, and that also needs to be corresponded with usage. But I, 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 I don't think it hurts anybody. Like, like it just makes pe- everyone smarter. It makes makes it easier for people to parse out who's actually good and who's actually not good, who's actually efficient and who's not. Um, yeah, just I mean, like better quantification of defensive ability, which is obviously much harder, and I think will always require a level of eye test ability um
1: yeah even just i was listening the wolves have like the two best uh commentary guys i feel oh, like oh they're in the incredible and yeah just yeah they, they went, are
0: they were, like b- their down. Is awesome
1: i love it i can't do i'm yeah. just, like, constantly on the illegal reddit streams and like have to go to the ones even if it's lower quality for jim and dave uh yeah but uh they were breaking down like effective field goal percentage and true shooting on air and i was like my guys thank you <laughs> uh yeah What what were some of the other ones you had?
0: Um, I I think just like this is this is going to definitely sound like sounds strange or sound different. That's what we're here for. (laughs) Considering like my like I, I like as much as it would like hurt my line of work, I would I would definitely not be opposed to seeing like a total revamping or abolition of the draft. Um, just because you know, like letting, letting, (laughs) yeah. And like letting, letting, letting dudes pick their place of work is kind of like a pretty basic, basic, right. I think that the draft definitely if I mean, we did a whole episode of, I think probably, maybe my favorite episode of the Pro we ever did was on the, we had uh, on, we had Curtis Harris, who's a, a basketball historian on to talk about this um, race and labor, the history of race and labor in, in the NBA and the NBA draft uh, would highly recommend anyone who's is interested to listen to that, even though it's the not our normal guy. concept.
1: I like cited his dissertation and like the pieces I wrote for college. <laughs> he, he rules. He's great. Following. Yeah. He was
0: yeah. He's super awesome. Super nice, super nice and smart guy, but yeah, I mean, we just talked all about that and it really, I, I think it's something I, I would love to see. I mean, that's probably never actually going to happen at least not in the near future. Just, you know, just, just, just allow more agency for like for players. I mean, we saw like with Draymond Green's rant earlier about how there's just a double standard between the way organizations and players are treated Um, were even with the players, like these, these players are not treated like humans and like, uh, oftentimes are treated like 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 assets i mean which you know they're they're people too and in in, the, in their lives and, and what and their well-beings matter a lot more than they often get credit and i think like draymond um said and it's absolutely true that like the organiz- organizations don't get nearly enough discredit i guess you could say for for failing player as opposed to the opposite way around um where players will get credit to be busts and you know if a player gets drafted into into a into a situation that's that's poor for him. There's often nothing nothing you can do, or you know, like especially in, if like, in he's what, doing yeah. well
1: and it's going to get that yeah. uh, big extension right off. Of, like, exactly. Like in what, what other any agency, like
0: in what other line of work can, can can you not also assess like where you're going to work, like. You know, obviously, like the 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 organizations are, are assessing these prospects, but I, you know, the, the 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 players should be able to do exactly the same. You know, is this is this best fit for me and my future and my family or whatever? Um, and then, you know, like in what other line of work is that the case where, where it only goes one way? Um, yeah. So, I, besides sports, really. So, I think, I think, I, I I'm not totally sure on, on what a solution should be. Some sort of rookie free agency definitely makes sense to me. I I am not gonna pretend to be an expert or or know exactly how that would operate, but I think that's that's a change that I would really like to see. Um that I would like to see. I think it it's it, it I think it's fairly radical. Uh it's a really radical idea. And at least if it's radical, it's not talked about often. But I think it's I think it's something that is 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 under talked about. And uh like I said, I mean, if, if you want more on this, I'll uh, plug my old the old podcast episode, that per episode is is really great. But yeah, it's, it's on the more yeah, it's, that's kind of an out there change that I would like to see. Um, but again, this is pretty unrealistic.
1: I think. Definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot what mine was as I was going, but uh, just bring it back. I'll try and try and get there while we talk about something else. Uh, as far as like predictions or whatever, what would do? Is there a team that's like seems lottery bound that you have really rooting for a Springer to end up on?
0: Man, I haven't really thought about that honestly. Let me pull up the. Like tankathon, it. it I it's, mean, it's such it's a weird. Kind of the
1: only like point guard lists, but they just got quickly and. Broke. That would
0: be. I mean, I still don't really buy quickly as like a yeah. real point guard going forward. I mean, he's clearly better than I anticipated he would be, but, um, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see. I, I think it like I've seen two draft Twitter mock drafts recently that had that had Sharif and Springer ending up in New York, and and I'm just like, finally Knicks fans get reprieve thing is like based on his his hype i don't like i feel like springer like there, there's just no way he's like a late first guy like, he's just too good even yeah. if some outlets like espn had him like out of the, out of the first round in one of the last well, and just
1: was, like the last like month he's had asinine, like, crazy, like crazy crazy production yeah
0: like like his game against um uh, like he dropped 30 on i don't know what team i think it was georgia maybe i don't know if it was georgia. Yep. Some yeah, team. yeah yeah
1: yeah uh, yeah, um, the, the first Kentucky game was nice like he, he's doing it
0: I think Orlando could be fun I think Cole Anthony and James Springer could be kind of fun you probably want more playmaking though um, I'd love man. to see Springer <laughs> I think Springer will be yeah Springer would be cool in Atlanta I think he'd be fun next to Trey Young uh, long term obviously is someone who can cover for him defensively um, someone who can attack off the catch um, hopefully take some offensive load that would be that would be quite cool, actually, really. I, I would like to see um Springer in Atlanta. Um, if like I mean like if a team like like OKC landed him, that would just be awesome. Like,
1: <laughs> I'm okay. like well, no matter what OKC does, yeah, they're gonna be awesome. It's uh, continue
0: to just build their treasure trove of, of prospects and stuff.
1: Yeah, I'd be too good to get Cade. That's my one.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean C- Cade and Shea would be so fun. It was so fun,
1: incredible, but also even though yeah, we have to play them four times a year, which maybe I guess would yeah. be good because maybe mean, I'd get a chance. Right now,
0: wolves have <laughs> the best lottery odds, um, but
1: we've only got forty percent of odds yeah. of just those
0: odds. just just click the sim and the rockets got number one. that will be fun. Rockets with Cade.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really curious to see where they blow it up or what what goes on with that.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be weird for them. I'm sad. I I was really sad to see Oladipo go. Mm-hmm. As a Pacers fan, that was that was sad because I do love Victor Oladipo, and he was playing pretty well before the trade too. Like he had some moments where he really did look close-ish to close-ish, as close as you can hope for to his to his like All Pro or All, pro, all NBA form.
1: So. Yeah, and the Karras thing was super scary.
0: Yeah, I mean, looks like he's going to be okay. Thank, thank God, he's he's going to be fine. But um, you know, pace. Not sure what the Pacers are going to be getting there. I mean, just I mean, just you know what matters is that he's you know gonna be fine but obviously for the pacers you hope that he can he can you know be a be a piece for them
1: yeah 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 yeah. uh well thank you so much for coming on and doing this man it was super fun to get to meet you and
0: yeah this was super fun i enjoyed this this this, this was good
1: (laughs) (laughs) well uh, i'm so glad you want to plug anything you're ben pfeiffer on twitter (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't really, I'm not, I don't tweet very much anymore. And when I do at this point, it's just stupid stuff. Like, um, tw- like, like yesterday morning, like, like in my like friend group group chat, we were like making like, like the best NFL roster out of NBA players and like non NFL players. Um, it's great. And like, so like, <laughs> stuff like that. And like, and my, tw- and like me asking the timeline if Luca Porzingis and f- me and my two roommates could beat, could beat Mizzou basketball starting five in, in a 5v5. I <laughs> am still undecided on that one. The answer is uh, probably 61% know, yes man. on Twitter. I don't I know. know. Cause like, obviously, like, we are extremely far below college, like D1 college basketball level, but I feel like Luca and Porzingis are also extremely above.
1: Um, yeah. I so. feel like Luca and Porzingis could probably just two man game it. And you guys all just like,
0: it's just a question of like how big of a liability. Cause like this, like I will be like definitely the tallest one. Like I am six foot one with like a plus <laughs> two wingspan, which is shorter than anyone that they're going to throw out there. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. But yeah. How, I mean, how big my- is
1: Mizzou's biggest guy?
0: Um, their their center Jeremiah Tillman is about six ten. So okay,
1: so like yeah. Porzingis isn't just gonna like totally just drop it over somewhat every single time. So you no, I'm but gonna...
0: you think just the fact that like like none of the like all of their bigs are like, probably like Tillman. I mean, to me at best is probably like a mid-level Euro big somewhere, and uh-huh. Porz and like the other ones probably like like low-level overseas maybe. And Porzingis yep. is like a good NBA
1: player. True. So. True. 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 I I feel like Luca and Borzigas would probably find a way to take geek that out, if if anything. Yeah. So point if you'd like
0: weird that's kind of the content I post this point. Um maybe occasionally I'll post a clip once in a while. Um what <laughs> like I was excited to buy Kuminga um playing well. Cause it, it as as with all things, like I think like Kuminga plays well and people take it too far. Like Kuminga is not better than Kate or Mobley. Uh, he's definitely not. Um, and Kuminga is like not people are like really surprised by Kuminga's passing. I I've kind of always been on the Kuminga's a like decent passer train. Cause I thought like he showed this kind of exact same stuff in, in EYBL when he had good teammates. Um, but like Kuminga is like not a good passer by any means at this point, he's like a solid one with room to improve, but not, I wouldn't call him good, but yeah, I mean like maybe occasion clips. Yeah. You can just follow me at Ben underscore Pfeiffer underscore on Twitter um that's kind of the only plug i really have at this point um i mean it's it's no longer mine but go listen to prep to pro with max and jake as always one it's of the best draft out of
1: there. incredible that it was made by you guys that were younger than me i'm <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's yes it is still pumping out excellent content all of the time so go check it out
1: all right ben thanks so much man
0: of course thank you for having me on
1: I'll have a great rest of your day. See <laughs> yeah. Hey, hello. Uh, thanks so much for listening to this episode. Just a little post note here. Uh, happy 420. Uh, I did forget to ask Ben to shout out a charity here. Uh, we recorded this like two months ago. Uh, at the time, I was going to hop in with a little note to shout out mutual aid groups organizing for... Uh, folks affected by the texas flooding uh right now we're in the wake of the uh minneapolis verdict um yeah in general just you guys all know but uh stay uh involved in local community efforts to raise money for people who need it and for people who are doing the work on the ground uh yeah also it's 420 and i uh realized while i was going back and editing this podcast that uh I didn't do any prediction or anything from the 2K crystal ball, so I'll do a little uh, little special 420 edition of the 2K crystal ball. Uh, you guys enjoy, and thanks so much again for listening. Bye. The 2K crystal ball. Okay. Um... So I don't know if this is it, but this is the first thing that I thought of. Um, So it's like gymnast throws. (laughs) Um, Like like somebody's about to, like somebody's in (laughs) midair or going up for a dunk and is clearly about to hit be hit with a charge because the dude's like holding his nuts in front of the lane um imagine like james johnson running over into the lane picking up kyra lewis from the waist while he's like mid jump and vaulting him over <laughs> like would he hit the backboard <laughs> give me some thoughts on this one on twitter i'm gonna i'm not done with the bull yet but i'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going Uh, okay, so I'm watching drone footage of a, like, virtual tour of the Naismith Hall of Fame in Springfield, Indiana. Is it Indiana? Springfield, Massachusetts. Yikes. The fuck? Why is it in Massachusetts? I think I've always assumed it was in Indiana. Am I an idiot? Okay, we're just on the outside, and it's just, like, a big ball in the middle almost they're looking up at a big pole with a ball in it at the top kind of like a basketball scepter we should get more basketball scepter props like you know lebron's been the king for almost 20 years now we should should make that a reality they're showing me that it's right next to a cold stone creamery Oh, no, that's the Hall of Fame store is right next to a Cold Stone Creamery. Uh, There's a little statue of James Naismith, also outside the Cold Stone Creamery. (laughs) Uh, We mentioned in the episode, but uh, go read the shit Curtis Harris has written. Uh, Naismith, uh, Naismith a fraud. Not a fraud, but... Well, ooh, we going inside. Okay, so I started watching this so I could come up with things to fix about the Hall of Fame. But I'm just kind of entranced by it, which I guess is good. But there's I haven't seen a whole lot of basketball stuff yet. It just kind of looked like a weird mall store. Now we're kind of in like a footlocker sort of deal. And like Steve Nash's jerseys there. And like they've got these little, I guess like lockers for all these guys. Steve Nash is in front of Michael Jordan when you walk in, which is weird i guess it sucks that bill simmons kind of took the took the monopoly on redesigning the hall of fame as a bit but it is really bad and his thing does sound better but it's bill simmons so like we can do better what would you do to fix the hall of fame sound off in the comments i'm like i'm on twitch right now this is fun footprint of Shaq's foot in front of grant hill's locker which is weird in between Mitch Richmond and Grant Hill's locker, what is going on? Cheryl swoops, good shit. There doesn't really appear to be any rhyme or reason she's right next to John Stockton. Wow, yeah, it's bad. And this is from 2020. so this isn't like this is drone footage, I guess. Man, this is embarrassing. the NBA should fuck some shit up. Okay, it's definitely not a drone. It's some foreign guy walking around with a camera. Okay, there's a court, which is cool. You go down an elevator into a court. Is it like a historic court in Massachusetts? Okay, there's a little spot where you can dunk. There's like kids' hoops. and Imagine living in Springfield and just like go into the Hall of Fame to get shots up. Okay, that's cool. Watching some kids ball out. It's still just like a weird gym. Like it's not like amazing or anything. There's like Photoshop dudes on the wall. Okay, and this is the big dome that looks like a ball from the outside, it seems like. It doesn't even seem, this is weird and bad. There should be like, like it should be like a rec center if you're gonna go this way. Or it should be like a really cool, like, playground-y court or like a historic recreation or something. (laughs) The Jerry Colangelo Court of Dreams. (laughs) Yeah, no, we gotta, that's, 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 that's no good. Ooh, we're gonna go, or are we going into the men's room? We're going into the, Benny Bull is outside the men's room. Okay, I gotta stay for the men's room tour. Uh Oh, we're not going in. I suppose that probably violates some terms. Guy in the intercom just said, continue having a hall of fame day. Okay, now we're walking through like an exhibit. Yo, the Hall of Fame sucks. Man. Okay, we're in like a Papa Shot VR room. That's kind of cool. But like, it should be huge. It should be a whole arcade. What the fuck are they doing? They should be hosting NBA Jam tournaments and 2K events. Okay, yeah. It sucks. Get it. Get it out. We got to burn it. We we can do so much better. The NBA is so much money. It could be so cool. It could be like a fucking theme park. Damn. Okay. Uh. Happy 420.